And here we go. This is, hi, hello, you are. This is indeed Ken's last ever radio extravaganza you're listening today. You're listening here. And you're listening to Ken's last ever it's radio It's on extravaganza. W. How is this? In we listening to infinity at lastever.org. Oh, that's me. WTJU.net and 91.1 FM and WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio, WFMU.org slash drummer. Live chat, lastever.org. Playing against type. Remade right now, originally from November 8th, 2017. Warm up in the simple layers. It's very warm. I'm letting go. I'm shedding. I'm gradually transitioning into not having anything that I had before. I want to be right in this moment. I want to let go of my memories. I want learnings to be just intuitive and in the background. I don't need to know who I am. I think everything is okay. layer after layer 
can smell that which came before. during the show I seem to remember the phone number by a, a form of muscle memory if you'd like to make a call please hang up and try again if you need help hang up and dial your operator the mix of whatever this is and whatever this becomes whatever this turns out to be Whatever you are, whatever we have, we don't know, we don't have to know, we don't have to judge, we won't judge, we're not judging. We don't have a past, we don't have a future, and we're just going to do it here today, together, alone. We're not going to do anything, there isn't anything. I'm going to try. Thanks for listening. It's very risky.
close to discovering the true nature of this world until now. We accept the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that. Yeah, the, the accident gave me some actual insight into life and its uh, impermanence and um, that there is something else to it than what meets the eye. That was my actual experience. And so I realized I'd best try to figure out who I authentically was. And I could do that through stand-up. That's what attracted you to stand-up? That's what attracted me to stand up is I can't do this because for some reason I don't know quite who I am and I have to find out. So it was a parallel path. It was a true life path and then the professional path really was secondary.
have some concerns about computers, and I guess uh, in part they have to do with the invasion of privacy, and they do invade our privacy, do they not? They certainly do, and we have many examples from our history. Mr. Jobs said that the computer amplified the ability of man. That's true, but man, history tells us, has done good things, and he's also done bad things. The, the Census Bureau, for example, used computerized punch cards to help locate the Japanese Americans in 1941 when they were all, so many of them were arrested on the West Coast. Uh, I, I keep borrowing this phrase from the NRA, you know, guns don't kill people, people kill people. Computers don't do that to people. People using computers do that. Isn't a computer in and of itself a, a, a neutral tool that can be used for good or, a, or evil? It is, and men use guns to kill people and men use guns to hunt animals. The question is, is our society alert enough to understand the power of the computer and to turn it toward the good things, or are there people and occasions when we'll use this tool for a bad purpose? That's my cell phone ringing because you probably won't edit that out and probably years from now people won't know what that is so that's why I want to explain that that's a we thing appreciate really, that. that you get your cancer from. Yeah. Uh, which by the way being a, a, a ham radio operator and an engineering major I can assure you that radio waves going through your head cause problems. We were always told to stay clear of RF energy. So uh, when I see these uh, news stories about cell phones and whether they cause cancer, I'm not saying they cause cancer. I'm saying 30 years ago in college, they said stay away from RF energy. Uh, and um, sugar, in fact. productive and we take them and we put them in an activity that isn't simply less productive but where they're actually destructive where they actually every day they work they make the world worse today's students graduate from college with a student loan debt of up to $100,000 or more. These students are then beholden to the banks for the next 20 years. And the best way for them to pay off these banks is to go to work for them instead of working for the common good.
should come over more often See? because you're right across the street. I'm We've never been neighbors before, though. Did you? Did you live in Mulholland when I did? No, but then I was down the hill in the valley. I was right. never that far from you. You used to come over. You never come over anymore. I guess you're busy. Did you turn Jewish since I saw you last? <laughs> What's happened to you? I don't know. I just wondered. You know, you this. were saying the other day. I miss you. About what? How you don't call people and tell them that you love them basically as much as you should. That's because right. Because we're all getting older, and we should tell each other these things.
It takes time for people to get, you know, acquainted. It takes time for people to fall in love with you. But it's inevitable. Because I went back house doesn't mean you will. This stuff is not strictly hereditary. They know that now. Listen to me. Life changes fast in your 20s and it shakes you up. You're feeling down. It's been a bad week. You've had a lousy couple of years. No one knows that better than me. You're going to be okay. I am. Yes, aren't you? The simple fact that we can talk about this together is a good sign. A good sign? Yeah. Oh, how could it be a good sign? Because. Crazy people don't sit around wondering if they're nuts. They don't? Of course not. They've got better things to do. Take it from me. A very good sign that you're crazy is the inability to ask the question, am I crazy? Even if the answer is yes? Crazy people don't ask, you see? Let's call it magic. We've got to get some sleep in the morning. Wait. It doesn't make sense. Sure it does. No. Where's the problem? The problem is you are crazy. So? So you said a crazy person would never admit that.
it's time for people to get, you know, acquainted. It's time for people to fall in love with you.
in der Wirkung.
takes time for people to get, you know, acquainted. Good old Vista. People give it a bad press, but I'm never upgrading. One thing I, it just feels like a good pair of jeans. It teaches us to accept our failures as well as our successes. It's quiet, dignity, and grace. to say. I want to know everything about you, but I don't usually ask. I look at you and I look right at you and I try to get everything and I expect that you'll give me what you want, what you would. Wait. I don't always. I don't always imagine. Our cues might not be the same. I do care. Where are you? Why aren't you here? you as I remember you? Why do my dreams keep fading away? As soon as they come, they go. They're replaced by the new present. Everything seems familiar. It seems like a new flavor. The same thing. It gets kind of better. It gets kind of easier. It gets kind of more interesting. It gets kind of calmer. It just keeps getting easier. It just keeps getting more and it keeps slowing down and it keeps filling up. Do you have a birthday? What happens when you're born? What do you think about your birthday? 
What if I had to make a list of questions? This is called Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. Right now you're listening to Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. It's a live improvised sound collage experiment. It's happening right right at this, it's just here. Here it, it mixes, here it happens. I sit and mix, sometimes I stand and mix. Sometimes the mixing happens for me, but mostly I can't seem to let it. I have to have control and I never am able to control it. And I don't really try, but I keep my hand on it. And it just goes and goes and goes. And it's been going on and it still happens. And soon enough, it will have been 24 years. We're getting there. But we're not 24 years yet. How old are you? How old is everything? Do you count? Does anything count if you count? find things and I'm putting them together. I'm finding them and I'm putting them together. I could have brought my list. It would be cheating. My list of the things that I did two days ago. I filled up a whole A5 sheet of paper. Usually I can go a whole semester on one sheet of paper. This time I filled it up in a day. How you can, you can make yourself vulnerable. Find ways to be vulnerable. Notice when you're around people and you feel awkward. Something feels like it hurts your feelings. You feel left out. You feel slighted, you feel inferior, you feel imperfect. You feel like you wish you could have done it differently. You feel like you wish you had said things, but you didn't say them and you let the moments pass. You wanted to express a, a care or an affection or a, a desire or an appreciation or a, a criticism or some other truth. And you, you didn't, you're not doing it, you didn't do it, but you can still do it. Notice this moment. Notice this moment. Go ahead and just go ahead and speak up. Go ahead and speak up to the person who's there, to the people who are there. Just say what's actually happening. Just try it out. Try as an experiment. You've already tried not doing it. See what happens if you do it. Do the thing you wouldn't normally do. Think what you do. Think of what your type is and play against your type. What have you got to lose? Your identity will change. It will loosen. You'll let go. Someone else may get nervous. You may be giving them something that they don't expect. That allows them to grow. That allows everything to change. It'll work out. It'll work out in some way. 
So go ahead. Take that chance. Try it. You'll be able to try to say something that you wouldn't expect to say. Something that it wouldn't make sense to say. You don't feel comfortable to say. You've always wanted to say. You don't even know what you're going to say. You can just open your mouth and see what happens. You can start with one word and see what follows from there, and it might not be a word. You can just go ahead and try it. It really would be okay. Nobody will know. Try next time. Send an email in the meantime. You can email ken at lastever.org. If you really want to, you can post a message on the blue social network site for Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. It's alright. You can do that if you want. You could be posting a comment on the playlist comments board, which you can find. Always you can find the links to whatever it is I'm talking about. Somewhere near the top of lastever.org. The internet still works. We're still on the internet. years on the internet 23 years on the web it's still working I can give you my email address from 30 years ago it doesn't work anymore you could send a letter if you find an address to send a letter to go ahead and send a letter those can be nice I could read the letter on the air. I've never had a listener, um, that thing where you read letters on shows. I don't think I've done that. I could do that. Hurry up, get your letter here.
no more truth out there than there is in the world I created for you. Same lies. The same deceit. But in my world, you have nothing to fear. I know you better than you know yourself. You're afraid. That's why you can't leave. You can't leave, Truman. You belong here. Do it. But I need you. Don't uh, do that to me. Listen, I, I can be the person that you've always wanted me to be. I think I can. It's sad when you realize that you failed at everything you've ever tried to do. You're the only one that ever believed in me. Why did you? of like waiting <laughs> what am i supposed to do now i can do it we, we can flip the script together i mean we can i, I, can, I can't I can, believe no. you we can we can save each other no we can't i know that it's hard i know fuck you seriously i know i know you don't know i begged you, you over and over again I know this story, I know this, okay? And I'm never, I'm never gonna be enough for you. You are enough for me, you are enough, I promise you. Don't promise me. I do promise, look at me. I don't want the same old sad story, I want a new story. It will be new, it'll be brand new. You know, that's the beauty of it. Try again, Amy. It's not too late. We can still try. You don't know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what you're doing. I almost know what... I don't know much. I don't know anything. 
You can call when this is live. This is live two times. This is replayed all the time. This is recorded. This is just happening right when it's happening. It's live even when it's previous. And I'm saying this when it's live and you're listening and you're calling where I am. Where I am. If you can find the time that I'm in, you can call. Call live. Don't call the other times. It's a live improvised sound collage experiment happening without a plan or a reason or a meaning and everything and all the trueness and the... You can find out more at lasttever.org. Identification. Formed and archived forever at the 1994 edition of the Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza webpage at lastever.org. Please send a note. Please participate and contribute. I do this for something. I do this for everyone. I do this to shake it up. I do this because I need you to call. I do this because there's nothing else to do. I do this because it's what I always did, but I found a way to do it for others. I always did this. I didn't always have as many tape decks as I have now. I suppose I had about four or five. Now I have 50. There weren't as many things back then. There are more things now. I try to have them all. link from the top of lastever.org I will attempt to type up the playlist that means I will figure out what samples I'm using but it'll be later I know right at this moment what samples are playing but it's happening very quickly and I'm going to forget immediately and I don't have time to interact with a computer or to type But I'll do it later, and then it'll be there forever, as long, as long, as long, as long with the archive, along with the archive. The archive will be there forever. Forever. It will wind up having a name. The name will somehow be tied in somehow. It will just come spontaneously, and I'll go with it. It hasn't come yet. You can suggest a name. You can suggest a name right now. On the playlist comments board... 
or on the social networking site or by email can at last ever I'm going to try doing some more of these things here I am here I am here in a place. Halfway through, switching over, crossing over into there being two stations at once. This originally happened November 8th, 2017, but it's also happening today. Here we are. 2022? 22, 20, what? 20 where? Thanks for listening. Here comes this part. Here we are. Thanks, Irene. Give the drummer radio online at wfmu.org. This is Ken's last ever radio extravaganza, lastever.org. Live chat online, link at the top of those sites.
people give it a bad press, but I'm never upgrading. And if you don't risk failure, you're never going to do anything that's different than what you've already done. Every group's got to have a maniac. You have to have one person who's willing to do the work when nobody else is willing to do the work. And somebody who's keeping their eye on the ball when nobody else is keeping their eye on the ball. People don't engage in these things because there's a monthly meeting. They have a monthly meeting because they're engaged and it's the right thing to do. So having process for process's sake is bullshit.
comforted by that thought that somehow we will all have the capacity to defend ourselves against computers by owning and being able to control computers? Well, I wonder whether the individual citizen alone is any match, say, for the United States Army when a few years ago it began surveillance programs of hundreds of thousands of people who were lawfully opposed, uh, voicing their opposition to the war in Vietnam. I wonder whether the individual citizen can control the army or whether the individual citizen can control the Census Bureau if it decides to break the rules and make information available which the citizen has given to us. All right, but on balance, are you for them or against them? I think there's a tremendous danger that the public is not aware of enough at this moment. I think if we are aware that perhaps we can use them for the good things that Mr. Jobs sees in them.
Are you all right? <laughs> Total found me. I know I must give it up, hope. <laughs> Up you go, sweetheart. Oh, that's Dorothy. The clinic was hit by lightning. It burned to the ground. Everybody was rescued except Dr. Worley. He ran in to rescue his machines. Remember, it's impossible to fail.
hereby bequeath my son, Charles Sanford Babbitt, that certain Buick convertible, the very car that unfortunately brought our relationship to an end. Also, outright title to my prize-winning hybrid rose bushes. May they remind him of the value of excellence and the possibility of perfection. As for my home and all of the property, real and personal, these shall be placed in trust in accordance with the terms of that certain instrument executed concurrently herewith. What does that mean, the last part? What does it mean? It means that the estate, in excess of $3 million after expenses and taxes, will go into a trust fund for a beneficiary to be named in this document. Who, who is that? No, I'm afraid I can't tell you that. Who controls the money? You, you control the no, money? No, he's called a trustee. What is that? How does that work? How does that work? Forgive me, but there's nothing more I can say. No, I'm sorry. Son. I, but I don't go. I never see my movies after I make them. I should be disappointed. I got rose bushes, didn't I? I got a used car, didn't I? What's his name? Got That's why I don't go to see it. Right, right. Beneficiary. He got three million dollars. He didn't get the rose bushes. I got the rose One long regret, you know. There it is, at a can, forever. I can't see where our microphone is, so I don't know who has the best fighting chance over there. I remember your, your eulogy to Jean Renoir a couple of years ago in the Los Angeles Times, and I was wondering if you'd share with us your feelings on the passing of Abel Gantz a couple of days ago. still say uh, that uh, uh, it is the duty of every artist to make a political statement. Uh, the truth is that every work of art is a political statement. When you deliberately make it, I, I, going to get dizzy. When you deliberately make it, you usually fall into the trap of rhetoric and uh, uh, the trap of speaking to a convinced audience rather than convincing an audience. I don't believe, I think some movies and some books and God, some paintings have changed the face of the world. But I don't think it is the duty of every artist to change the face of the world. He is doing it by being an artist. That just automatically goes with it. And he may be doing harm when he doesn't mean to. But, oh, God, deliver us from the people who tell us what is right and what is wrong, what is moral and what is immoral. From a political point of view, it's just as inexcusable as from a sexual point of view. Seems to me. Of course we hate the real vices of the world. Of course we hate racism and we hate oppression, all of that kind of thing. That goes without saying. If you, if, 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 uh, if uh, you didn't agree with that, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't have sat through the trial. We wouldn't be getting along well together. I'm talking about that majority of people who can read a book and, and talk about something who are in general agreement about what you have to call the basics rather than dogmas. Yeah. I was wondering, what scene in the trial that you felt... What did you say? <laughs> That's just like a scene in the trial. Repeat! <laughs> too much money so that he does not learn one of the main 
arts of directing, which is the ability to walk away from something when it is not perfect. No fine movie was ever made by a director who wants everything to be perfect. Any more than, because every bad painting has every leaf in the tree. And every great painting makes you see a tree. And there are great lessons to be learned by not using money, by not using the studio largesse unquestioningly. But there is no advantage to reach in your pocket and pay Madeleine Robinson her salary at the end of every week, otherwise she'd leave the picture. Which is what happened in the trial. One of the doctors described how they speak. What is your occupation? I can't remember many of them. I was thinking on the way here, trying to remember them because I thought it might be amusing to think of what, I, what a fool I'd been not to have done this or that. And I can't remember what they were. There were a lot of 19th century French novels uh, and plays for the most part, and some Russian ones, all in the tape. The most ironic part of it is that the prosecution showed these films against these defendants. Men who stayed in power for one reason only, to prevent worse things from happening. Who is the braver man? The man who escapes or resigns in times of peril? Or the man who stays on his post at the risk of his own personal safety? The defense We'll present witnesses and letters and documents from religious and political refugees all over the world telling how Ernst Janning saved them from execution. The defense will show the many times Ernst Janning was able to effect mitigation of sentences, but without his influence, the results would have been much worse. The defense will show that Ernst Janning's personal physician was a non-Aryan, a Jewish man who he kept in attendance much to his own peril. The defense presents affidavits from legal authorities and famed jurists the world over, pleading that special considerations must be made in this case, saying that the entire work of Ernst Janning was inspired by one motive and one motive only, the endeavor to preserve justice and the concept of justice. Now, what has the prosecution to offer against this? The prosecution, in fact, has presented in the case of Ernst Janning only one tangible piece of evidence. The Feldenstein case, a notorious case, as the defense has said. A case because which never should have been reopened. Required to get on a, recording. a case seems to vary which the defense is obliged Make it up as you go along. Now. My earliest recordings of dialing from the defense calls Mrs. Elsa Lindner. Illustrate this as I announce what I dialed and the recording I got. Four four three three. 
flooding generations. I'm sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service. Please be sure you have the right number in mind and that you have dialed it correctly. But End of the recording. Look for what is special about each individual. Focus on that recording. The number you have reached is not in service at this time. If you need assistance, please hang up and dial your operator. Terribly unfair of the procedure. 762-20. What is the prosecution trying to prove? Each person you speak to, to has had the day. Some days have been good, some bad, but they've all had one. Each person you speak to has had a childhood. Each has a body. Another distinctive feature of these interesting phone lines was that every time I would dial a digit, there were loud clicks. And at the time, I kind of just didn't what notice anything. What is it to do? But it should have been hard to miss. What is it to do? What I did notice was that everything I tried from this sort of a phone line had legitimately the value of the call starting to go through before you finish dialing the truth. The best example of this is what would happen if I dialed a suburban radiance 25 miles out from central Atlanta. The criminals! Very few German knew what was going on. Very few! When I was 15, 16, None of us I really started to play guitar. What was happening? I definitely wanted to become And before I even finished dialing the phone, it number, was almost impossible. The sound of the connection was so big that, distant place. that I didn't see any chance because I was living in a little town was studying and when I calling certain exchanges I could even pause indefinitely and became and finished dialing the number I thought minutes well, after I'd started may have a little at which point it still rang because all I and really wanted to do it was music, in some and not places. play music compose music at that time in Germany in 69 70 they had all the discotheques so I would take my car would go to a there was a recording in Alpharetta sing, that I especially remember Up one of in the car putting in a dime and because I didn't want to drive seven home. five the prefix and were that had me for one again as soon as I dialed four seven five you could hear the alphabetic connection in the beginning and then the one was enough to give you the report. I wanted to do an album that didn't require you to dial fifties seven digit numbers sixties but this was only through seventies and then phone lines I've been talking about a sound of the future Harry's house and grandma's house I used to have to dial all seven digits why don't I use the synthesizer here's how it would have sounded the sound of the future and I didn't have any idea what to do but I knew I needed a click so we put the click on the 24 track which then was synced to the how much the impact would be. My name is Giovanni Giorgio, but everybody calls me Giorgio. This is a recording. I'm sorry, but the number you have reached is not inserted. Please be sure you have the right number in mind and that you have dialed it correctly. This is a recording. That's 
school Barbie voice made me sit up and pay attention, not just because she sounded that way. Teacher, you have the right number in mind and that you have dialed it correctly. But because I recognized her subconsciously. If you share your line with others, be a good party line neighbor. Yes, ma'am. You must be Ma Bell herself, aren't you? Exactly. I thought so. Now is a good time to brighten your home with colored telephones. Colored phones? Whoa, I don't know. That might be a little too exciting. I might feel like dancing or something. Please don't hit me with that ruler. This is another service of your telephone company. Ow. Seriously, she was the voice of the New York Times. And as it turned out, other time numbers. And one of several Atlanta voices that kept turning up all over the old network, as you'll hear on other parts of this webpage. The last thing I did in Atlanta was at the airport, where I encountered my first telephone smorgasbord. You see, transportation terminals in the 1970s had phone fans that were like an all you can eat buffet, because the phone companies from all the various neighborhoods surrounding the terminal, not just from the local central office. And so you always had a variety of different and distinct types of phone lines to choose from. The Atlanta airport had four different possibilities. Let's see if you go to the phone whose number begins with 36 and Which I think is good. 
Yeah, I mentioned how you have trouble out. finishing things, and they said... What are you talking about? I don't have that problem. Well, I guess that's my problem. You're telling your problems, too? Now, maybe I sneak one in every now and then. I don't know. I've combined both our lives at this point, but I doubt it affects the diagnosis. Well, be careful. You know, you mutate information like that, we'll both turn into idiots. I've been thinking, one of us has to break this to Miller. We gotta stop with the same orders every time. Made another cheeseburger. How about Yes, thank you, Miller. What about you, Miller? I just feel it's time to stop. Change our orders, even our diner. Food. What the hell are you talking about? This wasn't making me feel good anymore. The same thing. Drinking coffee. I was feeling bad. No much shaking as I have a heart attack.
What did you study in college? Well, I was an electrical engineering major, seriously, for three years. And uh, one day I walked out of the lab. I was working in this engineering lab, uh, designing circuitry. And I walked out to get some water, and I couldn't walk back in. I just literally, like in a movie, just couldn't. I just didn't want to do that. It's sort of been a, and that has been a sort of model of what I have felt every time I've changed directions in my career as I've moved along. As you were thinking that, did you have an idea of what you did want to do? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happened, is, uh, (laughs) so, uh, at 19, I had, uh, three years of engineering under my belt, which included introduction to atomic physics and 21 units of math, and a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, it was a struggle to maintain a C average, uh, and, um, so uh, there I was, unable to walk back into that class, and I thought, I can't do this the rest of my life. Uh, and I went home, I lived with my parents, and I went into my bedroom, and I don't know what happened, but I sat down and I actually thought, what am I going to do? Okay. And I really had no guidance, and I hadn't read any really books about it. Uh, so there I was thinking about it, and it struck me that, well, I like comedy, and I, at that point, in high school and so forth, uh, in high school, I used to write funny essays, and uh, I'd read them in class, and it was clear that I could write to some degree, so I thought, this is what I like to do, and I seemed to be able to learn. I didn't think that I had any specific talents, or I didn't think that I had any gift or that I automatically could do something, but I thought I could learn. I had the ability to learn. I thought, what if I took that ability to apply to something I like? Which, of course, now you read about that's what you're supposed to do. So I just got lucky and I had the nerve to then say, okay, I'm going to check this comedy thing out and apply myself the way I did with my engineering background, which teaches you such discipline, which is what I always try to impart. Uh, uh, young comedians starting. Discipline uh, is uh, really beyond comprehension. So your engineering background helped. I think the engineering All of that background time spent working on it. Yeah. I mean, you could take a minute on I took one exam in a math class taught by an MIT professor where the average score was out of a hundred. Average score was 10 out of a hundred. I got 12. I thought, good, that's a, they were grading on a curve. I thought, good, I got a C. And he came in and he said, I'm failing everybody. And you just had to, it was just working on those equations. Sure, it prepares you for that script. Doesn't add up on this side. There's no getting around it.
I mean, think about it. The greatest successes in the world are people who often had so much pain from the failure that it drove them to much greater success. to say. I may not have remembered to say them. It may not matter. I got lost. I'm somewhere. Everyone I know is somewhere, sometimes. And... Everyone I know goes away. Everything I know changes. Everything I've ever remembered I've forgotten.
was nothing real. You. Do you know that not knowing is okay? It's a last chance to call 
in these last moments. I'm glad you are here. There's a lot of individual use and a lot of multiplicity use. I'm glad that you're here. There's memories I have in me. There's people who I've passed along and they're here. We always have them. Even relationships that end, they never end. We always have them. So this is your last chance. What do you do with it? Your last chance to change this moment to a different one. The show may go on. I make predictions about what will happen. I know that I don't know. It takes time for people to get, you know, acquainted. It takes time for people to fall in love with you. But it's inevitable. the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that.
planet's face. Some insects called the human race. out of time. But we can just keep going. Thanks for listening. This has been Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. You're listening to Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. Fading away. Distant memory. things memories. It takes time for people's memories memories or the look and feel of Vista I was also in the room at the time and we had a conversation about the idea of putting some soundscapes in during the first uh, launch experience so when you buy Vista and take it home and put it on your machine and you sit through that one to 20 minutes of frustrating loading time find my drivers find my stuff wouldn't it be nice to have some soothing quiet, gentle, 
Vista-esque soundscapes mm. to uh, soothe the process. And so we're looking into that as well, even though I realize, Brian, uh, there are no more DCRs. <laughs> Don, your question came back. Yes, yeah. thank you. Um, has Robert used Vista or its predecessor to get inspiration <laughs> for this performance? Uh, Vista is uh, stunning. It's a quantum leap. Uh, there's obviously the debate between Apple users and MS users. 89% of the world's computer users are just about to get a lot happier. In my own view, there's, there's no real competition. They're different areas. But 89% of the world's computer users are just about to get a quality experience in computing. The early versions of Vista I've seen are astonishing. I don't know how much work you put into it, but I have a rough idea. Uh, you have my respect for the work you're doing. And I think it will surprise a lot of people. This has been Ken's last ever radio extravaganza, lastever.org. Bye. Today, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. We are playing against type today. We came back, we went around, we went forward. We have to give it all up. You can hear it again at lastever.org. You can post a comment right now. Whichever half and time shift you're listening to. You've been listening to WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio at WFMU.org slash drummer. And you've been listening to WTJU Charlottesville, 91.1 FM and online at WTJU.net. It's possible you're listening to lastever.org we go goodbye thank you
in love with you in a way that I can't understand.
चाहता है छोड़ दू दुनिया चाहता है छोड़ दू दुनिया तेरी मरने न दे मुझे मगर ममता 